So, what vegetable would have been more charismatic in Jeremy Renner's role? Brussels sprouts. Explain. Brussels sprouts, arguably the least charismatic vegetable, still would have been more charismatic than Jeremy Renner in his role. Okay, that's fair. I would have said like a parsnip or something. As the least charismatic vegetable? I feel like Brussels sprouts have a lot to offer. Okay, this is a different subject. The point is, they all would have been better. Could we have had a pomegranate for Gemma Arterton? It's the sexiest fruit. Ooh, it is. My name is Gretel. And this is my brother Hansel. I'm not going to have you telling me what to do. How do you best kill a witch? Cutting off her head tends to work. You gotta be kidding me. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is Morris Moore, the Bad Movie Podcast. Where this week we talk about Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Starring Jeremy Renner and Gemma Arderton. And Famke Jansen. But it also had Peter Stormare. Yes. Love him in everything. As soon as he showed up, I was so happy. I love him so much. And I also love Famke Jansen, who we all may remember as Jean Grey in the X-Men movies. I knew she looked familiar. Mm -hmm. She's been in a bunch of stuff. How the mighty have fallen. My goodness. So she said many times that she did this to pay off her mortgage. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it accomplished something. So I recently found out that the Ols for Hansel and Gretel. Oh, yeah, I was reading this. It makes it children's names. Yes. So the fact, which I assume for Hans and Greta. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're was, still yeah. going by Hansel and Gretel when they're old, like, this is probably really funny in Germany, right? Yeah. Maybe, like, a sign of their deep psychological scarring from oh, their childhood. I like it. I yeah. wish the, the movie had gone down that path. <laughs> I know. Really, any path would have been better. Yeah. But I also just don't understand how this movie got made. Like, what was the goal behind this movie? Let me tell you what it was. Okay. The writer and director, he thought of this, like, I want to say during film school, he had the idea for it. And then he just kind of kept going with it. And then he pitched it. By the way, this guy also wrote Dead Snow and Dead Snow 2. Okay. Well, he should have stuck with Dead Snow. Because they were amazing. Yes. I never saw the sequel, but yeah. Nazi zombies. Everyone should see it. Then when he pitched it, they were like, that's a freaking franchise. You could make three of those. Did they really think that this would be a franchise? This is like the only way this movie could possibly get produced by an actual production company is if they thought it was a franchise. But at the same time, I don't know who saw that or read the script and was like, yes, this will definitely be a franchise. They, They did. That is literally why they greenlit it. Wow. And the second one is allegedly in production. Oh, that seems like a long shot. That's its status on IMDb. Well, apparently it did well in other countries, not here. So tagline, revenge is sweeter than candy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was such a weird combination of highly produced and really schlocky and like trying to be Pulp Fiction violence wise Mm -hmm. but then also trying to be funny well also if somebody had told me to write a screenplay called uh hansel and gretel witch hunters in a weekend this is what i would have written it's the laziest version of this story anyone could have come up with and this actually could have been a better movie like in a lot of ways this was just the ripoff version of the legend of sleepy hollow really you know the johnny depp movie yeah no definitely i'm trying to see the connection period piece with witches where somebody's going to find a witch who's been kidnapping children. Yeah. And there's a deadline because at a certain point, all the children get killed for a right. And there's the mysterious past with like, I don't know something about my parents. Mm -hmm. Like this felt very similar to me, except that that was a better done movie. It wasn't like Tim Burton's (laughs) best movie in the world, but it it was so much better done. Partly because he can, yeah. Well, and he can hold a mood. Yeah, I mean, I I think really a big part of the problem was, like, how they wanted them to be super amazing, and so they were like, guns, 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 all these things, Yeah, lots of swearing, we want this to be rated R. Yeah. So, 
We start out, and it's the classic fairy tale that we know. Well, it's actually not the classic one, because this appears to be the first time it's happened, and it's at night. Their mother, it's their mother in this one, not stepmother. Their mother is like, take them out to the woods now. So their father takes them out there with a lantern and leaves them there. And he's like, I'll come back for you. And then he blows his lantern out and then walks away. Father of the year. Well, I was like, if you didn't need the lantern to leave, why did you need it to get there? Like For their weak child eyes, maybe? Yeah, maybe. They get up and start walking and... They get to the candy house, which looks is frightening. It's very creepy. And super fake looking. <laughs> it's super fake looking. I mean, it looks a lot like the visuals from Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't look anything like a candy house would have looked like in that time period. Yeah. And nothing else in the movie ever looked like that again. Which So I really didn't like that. It's also super creepy inside. And literally as soon as they get inside... They start, like, the, this horrifying old witch. I mean, she looks like she walked right out of her own grave. Yes. Starts screeching at them and is like, rah! And she's frenetic. What I thought was funny about this was that, so a witch that builds a candy house to lure children to her is essentially spider-like in her method of getting prey, right? Yes! So would a spider, once something's in its nest, start screaming at it and throwing it around the room? Like, this was the most... I'm like, this behavior is from two different witches. Like, one witch lures children to her house with candy, and one witch... Is a Tasmanian devil. ...aggressively goes to villages and abducts them. Yeah. Probably burning the whole village to the the ground while we're at it. Yeah, and I mean, I guess what's so incongruous about that is that... The way that she was acting, you were like, there's no way this witch ever stopped for one second to think about anything rational. Yes. Like, there's no way she was like, if I make Candy House, children will... Also, why would you make it super deep in the woods? Like, oh, it's a really big thoroughfare for children. Also, watching them eat it, I was like, oh, please don't. You don't know where that's been. Like, you don't I know, know what's been right? On that. Seriously. And they'd only been out there for a little while. They act like they were so hungry. And I'm like, well, it's still the same night, I think. They didn't even really show them eating anything, though. They ate a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous how insane this witch was. <laughs> And then she's like shouting to the point that like when Hansel is really scared and won't eat anything in his cage, she flips out and grabs Gretel and puts a knife to her throat and is like, eat! (laughs) So she's getting Hansel out to cook him, I guess. And then Gretel beats her up and pushes her into the oven forcibly instead of tricking her. Yeah. And... Because her wand, the witch's wand doesn't work on her. That's right. I forgot that they had wands because I didn't... Most of the time, until, like, later in the movie, I never noticed that they actually had wands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that was the big reveal that the magic wasn't working on them. This is where we see that this movie is going to break all the rules <laughs> and have fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they shove her in the oven and Gretel's like, hot enough for you now, bitch. It was charming because it was a child. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. And the swearing never stopped through the whole thing. And, like, and I... it was mostly her. It mostly was, yeah. Because yeah. so like, I guess Jeremy Renner's a guy, so like he doesn't need to prove how tough he is. Like, most of the really obnoxious stuff was her. I mean, I'm definitely not against swearing, but it was so stupid in this movie. It was so unnecessary. And, and again, it was, like, tonally yeah. off. Now, it was slightly helped by the fact that this is an essentially, like, a bring-your-own-accent movie. Oh, my goodness. It was, except for, for Gemma Arterton, who's British. Oh. But she and Jeremy Renner can't have different accents, and I don't want to see Jeremy Renner try British <laughs> accent. <laughs> a lot of the actresses that were witches were Scandinavian, Norwegian, or Icelandic, and... Peter Stormare, I, I think, is from somewhere up there. I don't know. It was supposed to be Augsburg, Germany. But there were a lot of people with um, American accents. Yeah. And just... Pro- Honestly, I don't think I heard a German accent in the oh, entire no. movie. No. So, then we start in with Jeremy Renner narrating for some reason. Well, I was glad he was there to catch me up. I, I was having a hard time following. Right. And they're like... he He's like, two things you know, came from that night and then we never saw our parents again and we learned to light witches on fire. 
Two things that didn't need to be told to us as an audience. These were not revelations. No, because we um, would assume that they never see their parents again because mm-hmm. of the fairy tale. And we would also, ass- like, he later tells us about lighting witches on fire. So, yeah. good job. Really important bookend narration. Yeah. Um, it added a sense of poignancy and depth to the whole opening. Exactly. So, the beginning credits are entirely newspaper clippings that we're seeing. Yeah, because the old old Germany was notorious for their well-circulated newspapers. Oh, yeah. To the point where the fanboy they meet later has an entire book of newspaper clippings. Yep. Because paper at that time was so plentiful that you could use it to glue other paper to. Yes. So... You know, it's like town welcomes siblings who who vanquished witch, woodcutter's wife convicted of witchcraft, child saved by Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel capture witches. And it was at this point that it became very clear that I think this movie must have come out in 3D in some places. Oh, yeah. Because of the way that, like, a knife flew into something, and I was like, oh, man. Well, this title sequence, for one thing, was super-duper long. It was very long. Also, this kind of set the tone for how cheap the movie would feel. Like, they did not have the budget for all of the special effects they wanted, and you could tell. Yeah. Also... How common are witches? Very common. They're so common they're that their story the is 100% never questioned. Yeah. Well, and every, everywhere they go. Like, there's so many newspaper clippings, and those are just the ones that get newspapers I know. written about them. I know. And there's all of these. I mean, later in the in the movie, they say that, like, Hansel and Gretel are responsible for killing 600 witches. Oh, do they? Yes. Yeah, that's like, a lot. Many? Also in old Germany. I like, know. Like, there weren't as many people. Well, the Black Forest, I assume, is just filled with witches <laughs> to this day. But yeah, I'm like, I would like a breakdown from the intervening years. Like, first of all, how old is Jeremy Renner supposed to be? Because he's 15 years older than Gemma Arterton. <laughs> so I don't know how old they're supposed to be right now. And then based on that age, I would like a breakdown of like how many witches per day <laughs> they would need to kill. Cut to Peter Stormare is the sheriff in this town, and he's accusing this woman of witchcraft. I didn't even care what he was saying. I was just so happy to see him. I know, right? Even with his weird mustache (laughs) and, like, poorly dyed everything. (laughs) Uh, So the mayor steps in and is like, no, no, we can't go around burning people. I know that, you know, everybody's lost somebody to witches. And I was like, really? Are witches, like, they're like yellow fever or, like, like malaria? They're so common. (laughs) Like... Although, Although, funnily enough, for witches being so common, no one seems to know how to identify or deal with them. Yeah, that is really weird. I mean, are you just going to burn every woman you don't like? I mean, I get that that's what a witch hunt is, but yeah. But theoretically, in this movie, there's like actual criteria. We've seen witches. They're horrific. Yeah, like why don't people know that? Yeah, they look like monsters. Yeah. Also, it's really important. Like, it's not just like you might burn the wrong person, which I actually do think is more important. But also, like, you could be letting real witches yeah. run, run loose. You don't yeah. if you don't know what they look like. Uh, turns out that would actually be really hard to do because they're really weird looking and gross. But Stormare is like, no, no, it's too late. This is happening. And then he gets a gun to the back of his head, and it's Gretel. Here's my question. How did she surprise him? Everybody else could see her except for him. The crowd was good at keeping secrets. Yeah, I guess they so. They were in on it, and the Gretel was like, okay, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And like a climactic <laughs> moment, I'm going to hit him on the back of my head with my gun. Or they were like, we can see the drama of this moment. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to ruin that. We've got a good eye for theater here. Yeah. And then Hansel comes out of the crowd, and they've got these very realistic, for the time, guns. Um, That must have weighed, like, 50 pounds. Yeah, so he starts checking her teeth like she's a horse. Yeah, Yeah, she's just like, right, so everyone knows, like, there's visible rot starting in the teeth. Really? It's that easy to identify witches in this world? Apparently so. That really takes a... With one exception that we find out later. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're like, no, there's a rot that sets in and this this person's not a witch. So they're like, well, you know what? Your mayor hired us to find all these children that are missing and we're going to find the witches. Don't mess with this lady or you'll have me to deal with, says Hansel. Right. And, and I was they like, send her off where she can easily just be killed by a mob. 
Yeah, I was like, okay, so the better threat would have been if anything happens to her, I will leave and you'll never find your children. Right. That's what you should have said. I'm way better at threatening people (laughs) using their children as pawns. Yes. (laughs) Stormare's really mad and Gretel headbutts him while they're arguing. She's too short and too far from his face. Also, at the moment when she does it, she has a gun or she could just punch him. Like, why would you headbutt someone as your first resort? Like, I know know they did it to make her look like she was real tough. Oh, yeah. But instead, she just looks like she didn't really think that one through. And she's fine with having a million concussions. Yeah. She didn't make any friends there. She's not here to make friends, Hannah. She's here to kill witches. She didn't come here to make friends. She came here to win. Oh my gosh. So uh, they start off their leads by cheeksing a witch. Yep. In the forest. And this witch was insultingly a man. (laughs) Yes. It was so clear that this witch was a man. Yes. And it's really odd, too, because you're like, okay, they're witches and they look really gross and they have like, they have like all this cracking skin. I mean, they look like reptiles. They have like reptile skin mm-hmm. almost when they're old. And they, they give them like the long chins and the big nose. Um, they end up kind of looking like Lauren from Angel <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah, because sometimes they also have like horns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one did have horns. Mm-hmm. But she's also dressed in this like velvet... <laughs> fancy like old-timey dress she still likes to feel pretty hannah it's not she's not wearing it for us she's wearing it for her (laughs) and this dress is like pristine yeah and i was like that seems incongruous she's living in a shack in the woods magic hannah it's why we it's why we're witches so we can do these things (laughs) guess so well and also okay so witch in the woods they find out it's the wrong witch but i'm like there's that many witches just near the town alone yeah, how do you have any children left? I know. And the sheriff is, like, gonna burn this woman who's totally normal, like, super pretty, totally normal looking, when there's this hideous monster that everyone kind of knows about in a cottage near the village. Yeah, right? Okay, so they there's this huge chase, and then they string her up using questionable physics. Gemma Arterton has the end of the, the string they're, they're pulling her with. What does she attach it to? Does she just chunk it into a tree enough that it can hold that man's weight? <laughs> anyway, they go back to the mirror and they're like, well, no sign of the children. Uh, that was a... It's funny, actually, because Hansel says that was a dead end. And then they're like, yeah, yeah there was no sign of the out. children. But we found this astrological thing that, like, there's going to be a blood moon. And that's yeah. the most... First of all, they say once in a generation. And then we find out there was one, like, 15 to 20 years ago. And... Hold on to your hats. The blood moon? That's three nights from now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I never would have guessed. And she keeps weirdly looking at Hansel through all of this. Like a very meaningful look at Hansel. And I was like, you guys already had a chance to talk about this. (laughs) Like what? And then Hansel says, to the mayor of this town, anywhere to get a drink in this (laughs) hellhole? Good job. This is the only person that wants you here and doesn't actively want to ride you out of town on a rail. And He's not here to make friends <laughs> oh, either. Oh no, oh no, I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Peter Stormare does not share Hansel and Gretel's concerns about which country at night and sends four guys off immediately. But he seems like a pretty decent guy in this scene. I mean, not sending four men to their death, but like saying like you get however much money for each child you bring back alive. I'm like, that's pretty decent. Like he's focusing on the fact that the children need to still be alive. Yeah, that's true. I thought they were just going to be like, bring back the children. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. We just need to prove that, like, witches are evil or something. That's, yeah, that's funny. Well, that actually brings up that Hansel and Gretel were given half the money by the mayor when they went, uh, interestingly, not when they were hired, but <laughs> when they brought back this astrological map. And he's like, okay, now here, we know here you're you, serious. Yeah, here you go. Half now, half when you bring the children back alive. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's a promise they can make. And he, he, in fact, when Jeremy Renner was talking to the villagers, he was like, if your kids are alive, I'll find them. Yeah. The four guys are out in the woods at night. They're sitting in the woods at night around a campfire because, duh, like, what else are they going to do? They're going to have to go to sleep anyway. Come on, Peter Stormare. <laughs> I do like that they went out to search for the children and then said, I didn't even think about that. The fact yeah. that they then set up a campfire. 
Yeah, in the middle of the woods. Because you can't see anything out there. <laughs> like, they couldn't do anything anyway. It's so people don't even talk about the fact that like nobody of that time period, and honestly nobody today, but like especially then, nobody would have gone out into the woods at night. Yeah. So their night takes a turn when Vimki Jensen shows up. They're pretty unsuspicious of this beautiful woman that shows up. Though. Yeah, well, she's a hot lady. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we're here. Look, some ch- children went missing. And she says, there's no children here, only death. And then she changes into a horrible witch, which I don't get why you would hire Famke Jansen and then do that. Uh, she sends the dogs after them and kills them in various ways, except for one guy. Oh, this was so gross. We'll see later. This is so gross could be the actual tagline (laughs) of this movie. There were so many things that were just like needlessly gross. Yeah. She rips one guy's brain out of his head. (laughs) To be fair, I wasn't watching that closely during the witches are killing people scenes. That's fair. So we cut to Hansel striking out at the bar because he's also super gross and is talking way too much about the specifics of all of his witch hunting. (laughs) Um, That's how you get the ladies. Yeah, exactly. Hansel walks over to Gretel and she's bringing up something about a case that she's like, that's really weird. But then Hansel goes, well, we hunt witches for a living. What's normal? Apparently hunting witches because there's a million of them. Yeah. This has to be a whole industry in Germany at this point. I mean, if it's not, then everybody's dumb. This line felt like it belonged in a movie where the average person didn't know there were witches. Exactly. Everybody, witches existing and being real is never the issue to the point that everybody in this town has lost somebody to a witch. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, to act like that's weird. So then this fanboy Benjamin comes up with his scrapbook and a million questions. So this is the point in the video game when you learn how to kill the monsters and how to use, like, your weapons and stuff. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yes. She's like, ask me some questions and I'll tell you some answers. Exactly. So he's like, what's the best way to kill a witch? And they're like, oh, you can blah, 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 cut off their head and whatever. But burning them is the best way. Because the only way you can be sure that they're dead. Like, this was so clumsily done. Wasn't it? It was ridiculous. And it was at this point that it became very clear that it was not just a one-off, that this was going to persist through the whole movie. Jeremy Renner and Gemma Arterton come off as lovers on screen they in this do. movie. They had weird chemistry for brother and sister. Yeah. Not girlfriend and boyfriend. Yeah. Which made, like, a later witch's taunt to, uh, that they should bang each other a little too close to home. I was yeah. like, oh, that, I know you haven't been around, but that's uncomfortable for the viewer. <laughs> so the tracker that survived came inside. Last we saw... She had touched his head, and then he, like, had this compulsion to start eating grubs in the ground. And I was like, okay, is that supposed to be the worst thing I've ever seen in my I know, life? I was like, are they poison grubs? It's really not. Okay. Uh, that's actually good protein? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's not harmful. I thought of that. I was like, these must be poison grubs, because otherwise they're not actually bad for Yeah, you. a lot of people eat insects. Like... <laughs> They're highly sustainable, in fact. What a hipster this guy was. He comes in and he's like, everyone else is dead. And the witch gave me a message for you all. And then he explodes. And then, uh, Which is actually better than what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to vomit. I thought he was too. With so how I was so much was happier yeah, when exactly. he just exploded everywhere. Yeah. Gretel is like the curse of hunger for crawling things. Oh, I hate this one. Which, how is eating crawling things supposed to make you explode? I yes. don't understand. I like, know. like despite that Monty Python sketch, you cannot explode from eating too many things. Yeah. Benjamin, their fanboy, says, that's awesome, with a smile on his face, proving that he is a psychopath. Because he probably would have known this guy. They oh, I, yeah. lived in the same small he village. absolutely would have. And, like, whatever. Anyway, we see Famke right up on a broom to the witch's lair, and there's two young witches. They don't have names. They are listed as Red-Haired Witch and Horned Witch. They come up, and they're telling her excitedly about how they have implemented some plan to feed bugs to a kid. And this is clear- clearly... <laughs> live the- a very boring life. Oh, seriously. And this is clearly the kid that was kidnapped earlier that they talked about. And it was like, oh, that was really unimportant. Witches take children. We didn't need the explanation. Yeah. And then, in a bridge too far, they actually kill the kid and eat him. And it also seems a little bit wasteful, considering they 
need the 12 children for a ceremony maybe it was just an extra child he may not have fit any of the criteria we learn later that there are some criteria that these children need to meet got it well Um, yes i do remember that but mostly because it made hansel and gretel look super dumb that probably isn't hard (laughs) the thing is this thing that they've done if they they eat the kid after that it keeps them from burning except it's super temporary famke says I can make it last forever, though. Cut to Gretel dreaming of their mother, and... I guess just to show, like, she hasn't forgotten or gotten over it? That was the first sign that, like, there's something up with their history, blah, blah, blah. Right, because as soon as you do that, you're like, oh, wait, her mom is involved somehow with all this. she has to be, exactly. So that's our first sign. They weren't great at covering tracks very well. No. The next day, Hansel charms Mina in the market by saying how he would have let her burn. Which immediately made me think she's a witch. Yes. As soon as she shows up again, I'm like, oh, she's a witch. Absolutely. Something's going on here. I actually thought that the, when when he was letting her go, I was like, there's no way yeah. she's not a witch. I kind of thought that too, but... But also, how cool and charming for Hansel. Like, he's also clearly a psychopath. <laughs> he was like, I would have let you burn, but Gretel requires more evidence. And I was like, so your idea of looking too hard for evidence is opening somebody's <laughs> mouth? Like, that's your line of like, I don't care at this point. Well, you, it works on her, though. She's she's hooked. Yeah, she's still down. It's that runner charm. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that in the mayor's office, he very ostentatiously gave himself a shot of something. Oh, my gosh. This scene. This is another thing where I'm like, oh, gosh, you think the shot's going to come up later? Right. Uh, so, so he does it again here. He has this, like, timer, like, steampunk timer that goes off. When he needs to give himself these shots. This is the worst part of the entire script. It's so bad. He has diabetes from the sugar house. He's like, I had to eat so much sugar. Then I got this thing where I have to get injections. She's like, the sugar (laughs) sickness. And I'm like, please tell me diabetes has never been called the sugar sickness. I'm just like, that is the laziest old timey name for diabetes. Yeah. He blows Mina off when she calls him handsome and asks him to walk with her. Uh, even though he was complaining about the barmaid not being easy enough last night. So part of part of the, uh, the whole thing with the eating the kids and the anti-burning potion is collecting tree frogs, which apparently there are a lot of in the Black Forest. They're it's all- one of their identifying features. <laughs> exactly. They're, that's why they're so frequently seen on pine trees. Yep. Also, in this scene, we learn that record players and tasers predate electricity. This is unacceptable for me. The record player bit and the taser. It's not a. It's not an actual steampunk movie. Yeah. Unless you want something in it that you can't get another way. That is terrible. You either have to make it steampunk or not. Yeah. And why are only, like, it doesn't make sense that only these two people are steampunk, but only a little bit. But she's out collecting these frogs and then they... They, like, set up this dummy and play a child's voice being like, Daddy, I'm lost. And they try to catch her and chase her. The chase, time-wise and physically, makes no sense. Things like Jeremy Renner gets dragged on a broom for quite a ways. And then as soon as he lets go, Jim Arterton pops up right there. And I feel like chases shouldn't be that hard to do. (laughs) So they put the witch in jail because, okay. And... The other witch can see through her eyes for a little bit. So red-haired witch and Famke know where she is. They don't get a lot out of this witch, except she says the blood of the 12 moons will soon be collected. And after that, only one object remains. So they have all of these like records right with them in the jail of the kids that were kidnapped. And only 11 kids have been kidnapped. And they're like, okay, they need another kid. And then they realize that they were all born in different months. There's there's six boys, five girls so far, every month except April. And they're like, okay, you need another girl that was born in April. There was only one in the whole town. Also, though, they could have easily figured this out before. I know! It's not like ten more children have been taken, so now we have new information. Like, they should have looked at this stuff before. Yeah, I know. And realized, hmm, there's a pattern. 
so the other two witches we see on their brooms and they're they come to town and shoot a fireball to distract everyone they kidnap the girl that they need and then bamke confronts gretel no makeup in this scene because it needed her to move her face she attacks gretel and they fight. Meanwhile, Hansel is fighting really poorly against the red-haired witch, and she gets away. But he is trailing on the back of her broomstick. Yep, flawless plan. Oh, yeah, super realistic. He doesn't even fall off when they, like, knock down a brick wall. Famke has Gretel, and she says that Gretel has the last ingredient that they need. But the forest, the guy who was going to show them through the forest, intervenes although he gets killed for it. She blows Gretel through a wall, and Gretel gets away after that. She blows the door off the cell that the other witch is in, Horned Witch, and they leave. The next day, apparently the entire village is like, mm, whose fault is this? Hansel and Gretel. Definitely their fault. We didn't have any witch problems except for 11 <laughs> children being missing before they showed up. Yeah. So they want... And the witch they already killed, but it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they want to get rid of Hansel and Gretel, probably through death. Um, and the mayor is like, oh, no, there's there's been too much bloodshed already. And he gets shot by the sheriff. Peter Stormare. What Stormare's. a scoundrel. I know. He's had enough. And <laughs> he says there hasn't been enough. <laughs> But they can't find Hansel and Gretel because Gretel was rescued by Ben and Hansel is like fell off, fell off the broom over the forest. So he's in the forest. We cut to Ben being a pervert in a tired trope of assault played for laughs. I'm really sick of this. When they're like, oh, this beautiful woman is passed out or asleep or something. Oh, what if I just be a pervert right now? No one's looking. They get a goofy look on their face. And they're like, Bleh. and Yeah, well, and the thing is, you get away with it because the woman always wakes up, typically. So, like, the right. woman is always like, oh, no, stop it. So, like, that's how you get to play it for laughs, I guess, in these movies. One thing that bothered me, though, about it was, so his excuse for doing this is, uh, like, you were dirty. A sponge you had bath, dirt on you. Yeah, exactly. Basically. She was not dirty at all. Like, no. how long has he been bathing her? Because she's completely clean. Yeah, exactly. How hard is it to throw some dirt on her face to make it at least semi-believable? I know, right? It just made it look even more like he's a weirdo pervert. And that made it even less funny. So, Ben wants to be a witch hunter also. And asks about their parents leaving them. Which is a weird thing to ask about. Yep, now feels like the right moment. Yeah, he's like, so can I ask you a question? Why did your parents do that? That was his question. She's like, I don't know. That's what they did. End of story. Then he plays the audience and asks about the witch last night. And we learn that only grand witches have the ability to change their face like that. Which is funny because that means that the teeth, the tooth checking thing... Doesn't oh, work. Only, it only works for low-level witches, which are the least dangerous right. witches. Right, so the redhead could still be a grand witch. Yeah, you don't know. So, she's flipping through his uh, clipping book of witches, and she finds a drawing of a woman. I guess it's supposed to be their mother? Yeah. And I... I It didn't look enough like her mother, and when we saw her tell. movie, like... And we also only saw her mother, like, twice, so... Yeah. It was hard to tell. She's like, oh, what happened to this person? And it was a woman who lived in the forest and was suspected of witchcraft and burned with no evidence. He's real specific about that. I know. Why wouldn't you just be like, this was someone that lived in the forest and was burned as a witch? Like, why would you also be like, and there was no evidence? Yeah, I doubt that. But we burned her anyway. I doubt that, like, in the newspaper or word of mouth, they were (laughs) like, and there was no evidence and we burned her. Yeah. And then there's a flash. She has a flashback to their mother putting, like, safety spells on them while they're asleep. Yep. So definitely stuff that she had access to mentally. Um, well, especially since she would have been doing that through her whole childhood, probably. Yeah, I know. And she's like, I have to find Hansel. We cut to Hansel, who's hanging in a tree. Yep. Really high above ground. And he's discovered by Mina. He falls out of the tree, and Mina takes him. I mean, he doesn't know where he is anyway, but then Mina's like, oh, come with me. I'll take care of you. Gretel looks for Hansel in the woods, but finds hired men instead and Stormare. He says that she's under arrest for the burning of Augsburg, which already has a very fancy name to it. Yes. The burning of Augsburg. <laughs> and for bringing the witch plague. 
So, okay. You were trying to... grasping at straws on this one. You were literally trying to burn a witch when they showed up. (laughs) Yeah. But okay. We keep cutting between this scene with Stormare and Gretel and then to very sexy scenes with Hansel and Mina. This whole time, I thought that Mina was going to show him that she was a witch by, like, attacking him or, like... Turning into something hideous. Oh, that's funny. I never thought that. At that point, I was like, oh, Mina, I was like, Mina's a witch, but she's a good witch. Mostly because I was like, I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this. Oh my gosh, she's probably going to kill, or try to kill That would have been way more interesting. Yeah, because as it was, I didn't care about this at all. No. There was no chemistry between, there was less chemistry between her and Hansel than there was between Hansel and Gretel. I know, somehow. Yeah. As it is, that didn't happen. They just get naked in a pond as she heals him or whatever. So there's a troll watching Gretel get beat up by these guys. <laughs> and as soon as we saw we saw him working in the witch's cave. Mm-hmm. And he had a face that was expressive enough that I was like, that troll's going to be a sympathetic character. I know. I'm like, the troll is my favorite character in the whole movie. Like, oh, if the was. sequel was only about the troll, I'd, I'd watch see it, it way faster. Oh, he was great. Um, and he he had been surprised. He was eating a boar, and he was surprised by Gretel walking through the woods, but nobody saw him. So he's watching this whole thing. They get ready to uh, take advantage of... Gretel. Seems like it would be hard to do. I mean, like, you have to prepare yourself. Seriously. Well, luckily there's, like, five guys there to hold her down, which, like, I guess that's not awkward. (laughs) And the troll comes in and kills all of them. She passes out and then wakes up and is being carried by the troll. Hansel leaves Mina and she's like, oh, when you find Gretel, will you come back here? And he's like, yeah, sure, babe. (laughs) The troll takes care of Gretel. He takes her to a waterfall and like puts a healing thing on her cut and then makes her drink. And I actually thought it was really cute that he has this little shell that he fills with water and he's like, drink it. She's like, no. And then he gets really frustrated and he's like, drink it. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty troll-like though. (laughs) They seem to have anger problems. I'm going to take care of you whether you want it or not. Yeah. Well, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, that kind of, that's so sad for Gretel that Hansel gets some hot redhead who right? wants to swim naked with him in a pool, and Gretel gets a troll. Yeah, a literal, a literal troll. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She says, why did you save me? And then he just sits there, and he's like, trolls serve witches. And then he walks away. Yeah. And but only to a point. I have to get back. Yeah, he's no, like, really. uh, trolls serve witches. I shouldn't be here. I, I gotta go. And we find out that his name is Edward. And she's so lazy. All the names in this were so lazy. I know, right? She's like, Edward, wait. Where am I? And I was like, oh, that's a good question, actually. That's the best, like, wait so-and-so I've ever heard. (laughs) So Hansel winds up in a dark shack. Like, all of the shacks in this movie look the same. Yep. To the point where I couldn't tell where they were. I was like, I guess this is their house? And Gretel surprises him in there and they tussle and fall through the floor into a cave and it's a witch's lair. And they're like, this isn't a regular witch's lair. So they get up back into the house and then they realize it's their house. And Gretel tries to talk to Hansel about their parents. And he's like, we, we don't talk about that. We, that was a promise that we made. Don't, don't you remember? We don't talk about that. And she's like, okay, but what do you think we just fell into? A witch's lair. That just, well, so what? We grew up on top of witch's lair. Does that mean we're cursed? And she's like, uh, no, I think it means that our mother was a witch. <laughs> it takes him a while, but he gets there in the end. Well, he doesn't have to because Famke shows oh, up. Yeah. She's clearly been in the oh, house the Oh my gosh. Time. This was another thing. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Like you feel like the, we're not clear enough on the backstory and we don't want to have to make Hansel and Gretel work too hard for it. So let's have the villain show up and explain their backstory to them. Uh, good thought, Rose. That <laughs> is what they did. Uh, she says that this was the house of Adriana, the great white witch. And a farmer fell in love with her, which is interesting because a farmer is not the same as a woodcutter, which is what he was already billed as in print previously in the movie. (laughs) Fell in love with the white witch and they were so happy with their two kids. But during a blood moon, there's a potion you can make that makes you immune to fire, but it needs the heart of a grand white witch, 
which Adriana was. She was too strong for them to get it from her, so it had to be Gretel. This is where we find out that apparently being a witch is genetic. Especially a grand white witch. Yeah. Like, like, so even being a grand witch is genetic. Yeah, like the leadership is genetic. That's crazy. To yeah. Me. So in order to get it from Gretel, Famke spread rumors in the town that Adriana was a witch. And Adriana knew that they were coming, so she sent the kids away to the woods. And because she was a white witch, she would never use magic on humans. She was burned, and their father was hanged with her when he went back. End of story. Yep. Just gave us, gave us, thanks for solving that mystery, villain. Hansel starts a fight and gets stabbed real good twice, and Gretel gets taken. Hansel wakes up in the cave, and Mina is magically there again, possibly actually magically, and has already healed his stab wound. He's super suspicious, and he's like, oh my gosh, you're a witch. What did you do? (laughs) Another thing it took him a while to figure out. Exactly. And she's like, I'm a good witch. Not all witches are bad. Also, if their magic doesn't work on you, then why would mine work on you? Like, this is just, like, naturopath stuff that she's doing, I guess. She says that she knows where they hold their Sabbath masses and stuff. So she knows where where it's going to be, and... She's like, there's going to be, if this is a big deal, there's going to be way too many witches there for you and you will be killed. And he's like, well, I don't have time for this conversation. I'm like, I feel like you should have time for this conversation. He's like, I don't have time for this. And she's like, wait, I found something that could help us. And it's this book of spells that protects against dark magic. Way to bury the lead. A little bit. They go back and I guess enlist Benjamin, because why not? Another was around. A warm body. Yep. Mina is like, well... Well, we're good to go. We just need something to bless. And Jeremy Renner says, let's start with these. And uncovers a bunch of guns. Like, so much steampunk. Yeah. Grenades. Yeah. I mean, there's a ridiculous amount of things in there. Gretel wakes up in the cages where the children are. And Edward is outside the cage. But he's afraid to help her. Oh. Yeah. He's so conflicted and interesting. <laughs> I know. Uh, ben gets put on forest duty. They're just like, oh, wait here with the gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which will probably be by. Exactly. Hansel and Mina go in and clean house with the blessed weapons. So there are so many witches here. One who's clearly the singer from De Antwerp. But a lot of these witches looked so much more interesting than any witch we had seen yeah. so far. I mean, they were from all over the world, and I was like, I would watch things about these witches, but, like, there wasn't enough witch in the movies. Yeah. It was never about what witches actually do. Yeah. You know? It was weird. Well, because witches were almost portrayed as just being, like, mad beasts. Like, they weren't really portrayed as being, like, cunning. Yeah, it was like, unless they're a grand witch, they're basically animals. Yeah. Like, why are they eating children? Like... That seems like a resource that's only going to draw attention to yourself when you don't want it. Like, there's a lot of questions about how these witches operate if they're, if they are thinking creatures. Yeah, absolutely. They save the children and Edward the troll punches Famke back from Gretel and frees her. So they start fighting. Yes. While Hansel and Mina are killing everybody else. Mina is doing it by using basically a submachine gun. (laughs) And Edward gets tossed over the edge. It's so sad. It is so sad. He's so sweet. Gretel and Famke are fighting while Hansel fights conjoined twins. Weirdly, they are conjoined by their backs. I know. So I, I actually thought a bit about this one. So I guess there's three options for how this creature came to exist. One, they were actually Siamese twins attached to the back before they decided, or before they became witches. I've never heard of them being attached that way. Two, they were twins who both became witches and then through evil magic became attached, or their own choice, possibly, who's to say, <laughs> became attached at the back. Three, this was originally only one person, but part of her witch magic was to grow another self on her back in order to protect herself at all times. These are my three options for how this creature came to exist. That would be really interesting. The last one? Yeah. Yeah. She could get around. They were really skilled at fighting also with both of them. Yeah. In the span of like, what, one, two minutes? It goes from Blood Moon to full day. 
So Famke flies off on her broom. She's like, ah, well, this is done anyway. It's not going to work now. She flies off with some other witches. And so Ben sees her flying around in the forest and shoots a shell at her that, like, deconstructs and shoots ball bearings out or something. I mean, that's, like, what it looks like. Yeah, it's one of those ridiculously elaborate gun-bullet combos. Yeah. He goes and looks for her with Mina and Hansel, while Gretel goes to find Edward. And she uses the hand crank taser as a defib- defibrillator. Uh, but it brings him back. So the best outcome for the movie has you happened. You can't kill Edward. No. <laughs> but you can kill a kid, but not a troll. Yeah. Yeah. Hansel, Mina, and Ben follow a blood trail in the trees to the candy house. Crazy. And Hansel is like, whatever you do, don't eat the candy. It's rotting. It looks so <laughs> gross now. Nobody wants to eat that candy, Hansel. Also, is he somehow saying that, for one thing, the witch is dead. So, like, is he saying that the candy itself? Evil? Yeah, I know. Well, maybe he doesn't want anyone else to get diabetes. <laughs> oh, to contract yeah, type 1 diabetes in adulthood. It's very <laughs> thoughtful of him. Famke shows up and shocks Mina, who's unconscious, and takes Ben as a hostage. Hansel is like, don't worry, I won't let her hurt you, Ben. I'm going to shoot you in the shoulder so that you go that way. I'm going to hurt you. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> and then he tries to shoot Famke. I don't know. He the dumb up- thing is, there's actually a lot of her he could have shot yeah. instead of shooting him through the shoulder. Also, I don't know what year it is, but I'm pretty sure gunshot wounds don't get dealt with great. Yeah. There's a huge chance that he will die of infection. Well, if we just drain enough blood off of him. <laughs> it's true. That's a problem most people have, especially with gunshot wounds. Too much blood. Um, to balance the humors. Yeah, exactly. Mina pops up and she has a wand, but Famke overcomes her and stabs her and kills her anyway. And we get a close up of Hansel that kind of was like a now it's personal close up. <laughs> and I was like, dude, it was already so personal. Like, don't act like this raised the stakes for yeah. you. Gretel runs in and they fight a whole bunch. They string her up. And then his diabetes timer goes off. Oh, this is no. How, let me tell you how type 1 diabetes works. <laughs> the second you were supposed to give yourself that shot, if you don't do it, you're going to collapse and almost die. <laughs> to the point that, like, you physically can't grope your way to your insulin. Uh, Gretel injects him in a flawless portrayal of, like, ending of a flawless portrayal of diabetes from this movie. Yes. It's basically a medical textbook. This was, I couldn't believe how, so, I didn't actually realize what happened with the timer thing. Like, yeah. I realized his, his wrist was buzzing for some reason. And then, but then he started, like... You know, falling to the ground, it looks like he was, like, minutes away from a seizure. And, like, it took me forever to figure out that that was because of his diabetes. I know, right? I mean, that's what you should set your timer for. Maybe that's what he sets his timer for. It's like, (laughs) if you don't do it right when this timer happens, you'll die. Maybe set your timer for earlier, dude. (laughs) Just, like, half an hour earlier. Or, like, if you know you're going to go into a fight, like, a really dramatic witch fight, maybe just give yourself a shot when you have a chance. Yeah. And then they lie on the floor together. Because she's been beat up by the witch and she can, like, barely crawl around. And then they talk to each other affectionately like the witch is not still there and alive. <laughs> she gives them some space, though, so it's all right. They're like, oh, you look terrible. Ha, 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 ha. They cut off her head and Ben shows up completely unbothered by his gunshot wound. Also, they don't light her on fire, which was already told to us to be the only way that you can be sure I oh, thought we the witch make sure she shows up in the sequel. I thought her head, her her eyes were gonna open. Mm. Gretel, as they're leaving the house, picks up the wand, the evil wand, mm-hmm. in what seemed like a weird foreshadowing thing, even though it wasn't. I think it was just that she was gonna accept her good witch powers. Okay, that makes more sense. They get paid and they walk away with more Renner voiceover. And then the last scene is them walking through what looks like the American Southwest. (laughs) It did look like a desert. Uh, They've got Ben and Edward is there hauling a cart full of dead witches. I don't know why you can't just leave them where you killed them. Well, they can't. They need the bounty. Oh, can't you just bring the head? Yeah, that would seem like they'd be lighter. Yeah, there's a reason that people get paid by like the scalp or the head. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you don't need a troll to haul stuff around for you. But if we have the troll, we might as well bring the whole body. Yeah, exactly. So it's a weird... It, they, they, like, start the credits, but then they're still rolling the scene. And they go in to fight this witch who looks really cool. Her mm-hmm. house looked awesome. She yeah. seems cool. She'd like, she'd crawl up walls and stuff. Yeah. All of this, every time we saw other witches, I was like, these are cooler than the witches that were, the movie was about. Mm-hmm. And I want to see a movie about this. And I'm like, did we, did they think we didn't get enough witch killing in the actual movie? They also need to show another witch killing in the credit scene. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all essentially the same, except for whatever powers you give the witch. Yeah. These are all essentially the same. Yeah, exactly. And it was a terrible ending line. They're all standing over her. Gretel has a gun pointed at her, and she says, I hate to break it to you, but it's not going to be an open coffin. A, witches don't have coffins or funerals anyway, probably. B, what? And it felt like it was supposed to be a real zinger, and it wasn't, because they hadn't previously had a conversation about her desire to have an open casket. Yeah. But this movie did really well overseas. Hmm. So the production budget was $50 million, which you can totally tell. They did (laughs) not have enough for what they wanted to do. Yeah. But the worldwide gross was $226 million. That's insane to me. Yeah. It was a hit in Brazil, Russia, Germany, and Mexico. Weird. I know. Kind of an odd bundle there. Yeah. I wonder why. I wonder what made it such a hit in those places especially germany yeah you'd think of all places because like this movie to me so like one of the reasons i like drive angry so much is because that movie clearly knew what it was exactly i feel like this movie didn't no i don't think they did um they made some self-aware references but not in any way that was like skilled enough for the you'd really have confidence that they knew what they were yeah uh so then it just felt weird I mean, I think they were going for more of a Dead Snow thing, and Dead Snow worked and this didn't. Yeah, Dead Snow was so much better. Yeah. Dead Snow is what people should watch if they want to watch a movie by Tommy Warcola. Although this was apparently produced by Will Ferrell. That's weird. Well, you know what? He got his money back. (laughs) He did. So next up is another truly terrible movie, but one with a much bigger budget, with much better special effects. And that is Sucker Punch. Yes. Which I have never seen. It's, you know, prepare yourself for something that's really long and really feels like it was adapted from a video game, even though it wasn't. Check. Also, be grateful that the John Hamm sex scene was cut. Oh, what? Yep. For more of our podcast, go to moreismorepodcast.com. To contact us, write us at at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.